Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that there's one single thing that you can do to profoundly and positively change your life and how you feel about it? You may have heard me talking about raising your frequency resonance, but how does that actually affect your life? And why is it especially important right now? In this episode, we're talking about what it means to raise your frequency resonance and the incredible changes you can experience in your life when you do. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing what the heck is raising your frequency resonance. You know, we want to talk about raising your frequency resonance. Yeah. This cracks me up, right? Because there's a movie, there's a scene in this movie, Kung Fu Panda. It's mm -hmm. animated, and it's a Kung Fu master. He has to take on this super clumsy panda. I mean, this panda is overweight. He breaks everything. He's noisy. You know, he's your worst nightmare if you're a Kung Fu master, mm. right? And every time I, th I think of raising your frequency resonance, I think of this because he's had a day with his panda and he's just, he can't handle it anymore. Mm -hmm. So he's going outside under his favorite tree in nature and he closes his eyes and he's, I am peace. I am peace. And just as he starts, of course, the clumsy pandas banging, dropping, and <laughs> singing. And he pans back to the master, and the master's, I am peace. You know, and he's, <laughs> he's this. And every time I see you raising your frequency resonance, I'm imagining myself, like, mm, I'm going to raise it. Raise it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but nothing happens. <laughs> How do you raise your frequency resonance? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, is there a special training? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is, actually. <laughs> right? So, how do you raise your frequency resonance? What does that mean? Mm. Okay. So in your um, in the movie with the master who's trying to declare that he's peace and he's so far from peace because he's so irritated with this noisy, clumsy panda that's only creating more and more irritation, mm. he's actually not raising his frequency resonance because he's resisting what's happening. Yeah. So he's in resistance. Of course he is. He's irritated, right? Yeah. I mean, he's in this. He's trying to find tranquility. He's trying to find peace under his tree. He's trying to go into meditation, and this thing in the external, in his external reality, seems to be pressing in on him in a way that he can't escape. Yeah. From my perspective, actually, he's getting heavier. His his distortion is being triggered. Ah. Right. He is in resistance to what's happening around him. So he needs to release his resistance so he can come oh. into a state of more neutrality and be with all that noise and use that noise and the distraction to actually drop him further into his meditation. Oh, like to strengthen? Yes, exactly. The, so instead of being distracted by it and irritated by it, 
use it as a tool to go, to, to, okay, how much deeper can, can I, I go, go in the midst of this chaos? Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, and how neutral can I be in, in the face of what looks like a lot of distraction and a lot of noise and a lot of like, you know, whatever happening around me. So instead of trying to ignore it and try to make your environment perfect through control, like making the panda go away, uh-huh. it's actually to use the noise of the panda to be like, okay, well, this is happening. Why am I in resistance to this? Okay, what in it about this do I feel like, why are my control patterns up? Mm. You know, why do I feel like this is so annoying? Right, so it's to scan yourself for those distortions that cause you to resist or what's an, happening. Another question could be, uh, why am I being triggered? Yeah, why am or I being what's triggered? what's being triggered? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So why is this so aggravating to me? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so to me, part of, to answer your question, it's like, how do you raise your frequency resonance? It's actually to internally strengthen, to be able to use whatever's happening around you to deepen yourself, okay? So I'm actually gonna rephrase that because I can understand for people, they're just like, I don't even know what that means. Okay, I'm gonna go way back. I was gonna okay? say, what does, what does internally that mean? strengthen mean? Yeah. Okay, so to me, let me just bottom line it, okay? I'll just make it easier for everybody. Yeah. How, what do I, the heck do I mean by raising your frequency resonance? It simply means the vibrational level that you are. Yes, that's what I mean by raising your frequency resonance means to raise your vibrational level, the, the rate at which you vibrate. How do you do that? You do that by releasing distortion patterns, which are heavy around you. They're all around you, layers and layers and layers and layers of them. And because there's so many layers of them, they're really heavy. When you cast off the layers, okay, and whatever rate you do, however you do that, your frequency resonance gets clearer and brighter. And it, as a result, it gets higher. That's all, it's very simple. So raising your frequency resonance simply means quickening your frequency vibration. How you do that, the fastest way to do that is to release the distortion, the heaviness around you that causes your frequency resonance to be lower. That's it. Okay, so if I take what you've said mm-hmm. and bring it into my practical everyday, 24 hours, seven days a week life, yes. How I do that by releasing the distortion patterns is by maybe first going, okay, I'm being triggered right now yeah. because I recognize I'm trying to control or I'm being irritated or I'm agitated or yeah. something has moved me or being harmonious into yes. disharmony. Yes. And so I, I, I can scan myself and go, oh, that's a trigger. Yeah. So that trigger would indicate, oh, that's a distortion pattern. Yes. And that's when I start to work on that release that, and therefore that helps to raise my resonance. Exactly, that's exactly right. Because what triggers you, for example, doesn't trigger me. So so for example, in your example of the master, right? So some people, I mean, he was very triggered by that, right? Because he was like so agitated that he's been around, his patience is taxed, he's tired probably, and now this bear is making all this noise and it's very irritating, right? So it's the opposite to him from tranquility. Mm. Some people might be there and be like, "I, I don't even hear him. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand why you're getting so agitated. It, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, so he's clunking around, whatever, just ignore it. Yes. It's different triggers. We have different patterns that trigger us. So our triggers or our, our feelings can be an indication of where the distortion lies. Right. Right. And then when you do frequency work, okay, so let's just imagine you realize, oh, I'm so agitated because I feel in my mind, like I have to have this perfectly controlled environment in which everything is like quiet and serene. And if somebody comes into that space, it's just, I, I'm being disrespected. I'm frustrated. I can't, you know what I mean? I can't mm. have my focus the way I want it. My, the, the environment is, you know, whatever. It's, I'm not in control of it. So you have all, and you're like, whoa, 
I had no idea that that was all going on. Yeah. So then you can do, for example, a group frequency calibration meditation or something like this mm -hmm. on control. Ooh, and could you also, mm -hmm. like in that moment, because let's just say you're somewhere and you can't just go upstairs and put on your GFC. Yeah. But you talk a lot about the core essentials, right? Yes. So is that a moment then to yeah. go, wait a minute, I can do GPSing or triangulation, yeah. as we call it. I can do my breath to bring myself back into my body, yep. feel the ends of my toes. Yeah. Is that kind of part of the whole process? Or, yeah, totally. Know? Yeah, so what's really awesome about mastery momentum or finding the six core essentials is honestly, it doesn't take much to gain mastery, but you have to practice. Yeah. And it's not about practicing like 10,000 fancy steps. That's not what creates mastery and what creates momentum. What creates mastery and momentum is to refine and to cultivate what are, you know, a, a number of small things. Mm -hmm. And you do that over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, the tools that you have at your, the tools you have available to raise your frequency resonance are really strong. Mm -hmm. So that means that when that turmoil is happening around you, it's okay because you can just call up, as you say, one of these tools and be like, okay, here's my toolkit. Here's what I can do. I'm going to do one of these things. And it also makes you feel more relaxed and more empowered you know, mm. because you're like, okay, I'm confident now, right? So whatever is going to show up for me, I've been practicing my six core essentials. And as you do that, you not only become more confident, you actually strengthen internally. Yeah. So that means, what does that mean? That means that you get stronger and not as affected by the external reality. And because you're focusing on practicing these six core essentials, not only does your frequency resonance go up because you're being strengthened, because yeah. you're not being pulled into the external reality, yeah. your frequency resonance is rising. So all these things, I'm talking about it linearly, but all these things are happening at the same time. Yeah. And the six, these six core essentials, honestly, it doesn't matter what level of frequency resonance you're at. If you do these six things, you're going to rise in your frequency resonance. You know, really is really what it comes down to. And it's really spectacular when you do them over and over again. We had a, we had a client um, who took the first part of um, Mastery and Momentum we're finding the six core essentials. Mm -hmm. So we'd only given one at this point in time. Yeah. And when she started, the reason in part she took uh, master momentum is because she had family members who were always pushing into her space right. and they did it so abusively that whenever they would call her she would actually shake oh. and like almost like want to um, she would feel sick because oh. it was so you know when that person came into her space it yeah. just felt so bad to her and so um, mastery the core essential number two is holding your space ah uh, yeah yep. now when the person calls her she knows how to hold her space. So when that phone rings or the text comes in, it doesn't bother her. She's able to hold her space because she has the tool. Yeah. And if she feels a little wobbly, she just listens to the GFC. Mm -hmm. And then she can do it better. You see? But now it doesn't, it's really fascinating to watch. Because, like, you know, on the surface, it might not seem like that big of a deal. To her, it's massive. Because now she's not, you know what I mean? She doesn't have PTSD from interacting with this family member who gets pressing into her space. Yeah. You know, she can hold her space with that person. Yeah, and she feels level. internally stronger. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so ultimately, to raise, raise your frequency resonance has got nothing to do with weight training. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although it can feel like it sometimes. Yeah, a whole lot of uh, using the toolkit that you've 
you know, provided in a lot of your work, but mainly in the mastery and momentum. And the key part being to use it. Yeah, right? exactly. And that you can do it. Yeah. So here's another thing I just want to, to, to suggest for people. For so long in the spiritual community, there's this underlying assumption that we are broken, that we are not worthy, that we need to be healed, we need to be saved by somebody greater, stronger, more powerful, more awake than us. Yeah. Right? True. This is a fundamental thing that we're broken. Mm-hmm. And you are not broken. Okay? Let me just, I, I just want to be really clear about this. Now, you may not know what you're doing yet. Yeah. Right? You may not yet have enough momentum to actually... Um, break free of what keeps you bound in the same reality you keep creating. Mm-hmm. But you you don't need someone to save you. You are here to liberate yourself. Yeah. Okay? And it's really time now, in as this new consciousness comes in, for you to understand that you can choose something different. Mm. You don't need to be blessed by someone. Yeah. You don't need to be, like, healed by someone else. You alone have the power to do this for you. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is find the tools that work for you and then practice and raise your frequency resonance. Okay? And a lot of people come to me and they think that I'm going to save them. I'm going to make this really clear. I don't save people. Yeah. That's not my job. My job is to help you and to maybe guide you, to give you some tools, but you are here to save you. You know, yeah. you are here to remember who you truly are. So I'm saying this because there's so many guru types out there who want to like lock people in the place that they are mm-hmm. because they reinforce the idea yep. that you're broken without them. Well, that's bullshit, mm-hmm. okay? You're not broken without them. Yep. You have divinity within you. You have a brilliance within you. All you need to do is cultivate it and to release the programming that you're unsavable or you're somehow not worthy in some way and you have to do something different. I mean, yes, you have to do something different in the sense of empower yourself, right, by learning different tools. And what you'll notice, the wonderful thing about frequency work is as you do more of it, you'll realize your own power. You'll come into your own authority. And it's a really spectacular thing to to witness because some people, like, the amount of change that can happen in such a short period of time is breathtaking. Yeah. Like people who had been in suffering and felt they were non-worthy and being abused by people around them, all like really, like literally in weeks or months, feeling totally different and able to stand their ground and be like, that is not acceptable to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, that's not okay with me right now. I am better than this. Yeah. Yeah, we have a saying in our house. Mm. In it. It's, uh, it, I think it's more pronounced in the religious communities, but you know, we're not really religious in any way whatsoever. Mm. But I like to borrow this phrase, and it says, "There by the grace of God are we." Mm-hmm. And for me and our family, if you don't live the life that you've been given to the maximum potential that you've been given, then that's the sin. Yeah. Right? It's totally true. And I, I, I'm just going to share, thank you for, for mentioning that, because, you know, it's funny. I was in meditation once, and um, I was asking to see my teachers. I have different teachers. You know, I've been guided by different people on the way. Yeah. What their connection to pure source was. 
Yeah. Okay, it was an exercise I was doing just to, I don't know, because I was curious. I'd never asked that question. Yeah. So I was asking meditation to be shown the connection of each of these beings with source, pure source, or the divine or the one or whatever you want to call it. And I was, it was revealed and all this sort of stuff. And I found it fascinating. I didn't have any expectation of it. And what was revealed to me, I was like, oh, the clarity of this particular teacher. Or here, it's clear up to the point where they get into their ego mind. And oh, challenges here. Or um, clear, but then ego mind and body sort of a problem. Or whatever it was. But, you know, I, I could see all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, I don't know why I even asked this question. But I um, asked to see the... Um, connection of my husband, Chris, with Source. Yeah. Because right? I was asking about the teachers, and I'm like, well, he's one of my teachers, actually. He's not yeah, formally yeah. a teacher, but he's one of my teachers. Yeah, yeah. So, and then when I saw how brilliant he was, I actually cried. Because mm. I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then I dared to ask the question, what do I look like? Ooh. What's my connection to the divine? Yeah. And it makes me a little emotional, but when I saw how brilliant and huge I was. Mm. It was like, like humbling in a way, mm -hmm. but also like spectacular. Mm -hmm. And I realized in that moment, if I play small, I'm not disrespecting just like me, Karen, mm -hmm. like the human. Yeah. I'm respect disrespecting that being, mm -hmm. that amazing brilliant, huge being. And how dare I do that? Mm -hmm. I couldn't, you know what I mean? It was just such a, I, it was such a, I remember crying a lot after that. But I, um, but that's what it is to raise your frequency resonance is to come into that remembering and the embodiment or the feeling sense of honoring the you, not the human, not just the human you. Yeah. But the you, this amazing being. Mm -hmm. That is you on a different level. Okay, so, you know, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But I do have a question in the back of my mind, yeah. listening to what you're saying. Yeah. Are you saying that you're better than all them other people, teachers that you met along the way? Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. All I'm saying is that I was able to witness the brilliance that I am. They also have that brilliance, you know? I'm not saying I don't have any distortion because I do. Mm. You know, I'm not. I've never claimed that. So I'm not saying I was. I'm free of distortion. It was the first time that I witnessed my own brilliance. That's really what I'm saying. So in that moment, for some reason, I was able to witness that fully of myself. Mm. I also. I mean, there's also distortion around me as a human, just like there's distortions them as human, and they all on spirit level were incredibly brilliant too. Yeah. So it's not like I'm better than them. It's just that. I saw myself in a way that I hadn't before. Because for them, I'd always elevated them. And I'd always seen their brilliance. Okay, but you hadn't seen the I human. I hadn't seen mine. Yeah. Or yours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because or their humanness, as you just said. Yeah. With such clarity. Does right. Does sense? Yeah. Because yeah. the, the other thing I wanted to, I feel like, is important to add, is in seeing your brilliance, and in not playing small, mm -hmm. how that serves the collective and serves all yes. of us, yeah. right? Yes, and this is not just for me, it's for everybody. Yeah. When we start to recognize the brilliance that we are mm. and to honor that brilliance within, what happens is that ripples out into human the, the consciousness of humanity. Mm -hmm. 
And it raises that consciousness because all of a sudden now, there's somebody who remembers their brilliance and the potential that we have, which means the resonance of the collective mm. goes up. That's what I was going to say. So yeah. we are raising the collective yes. frequency resonance. Exactly. As well as our own personal That's right. frequency resonance. Yes. So even if so you it's don't... it's a win-win. Yes, exactly. And even if you're not even thinking about the collective, you're like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're just having your experience and whatever. You don't even have to be thinking about the collective. Yeah. What happens as a result of your frequency resonance rising is the collective rises too because we are one. Mm -hmm. So I know it seems like we're all separate, running around, doing our own things, concerned about different things and it can seem like we're very separate but we are all one so at, and that's the wonderful amazing thing about raising your frequency resonance and about frequency work is that by doing the work on ourselves we're actually raising the consciousness level of humanity mm. it's really amazing and by doing that you're creating an embodied example of what is possible yeah so for somebody who's struggling who doesn't know what it feels like you might not even meet them. Like you might not know who it is that you're impacting. Mm -hmm. But because you exist in the field as an example of a higher frequency resonance, they too have something to entrain to, which will rise, which allows them to rise more easily, more quickly. Mm -hmm. That also ripples out into the field. And now we've got an exponential thing happening where consciousness starts to rise. It's really spectacular. And we have a very human example of that. Mm. When you know, I used to be a runner, and remember the days way back when they said, there's no way you could break. Oh, the four minute mile. Right? Yeah. No way. And then one guy does it. Yeah. And now everybody's doing it. Yeah. Right? It's true. I mean, they're doing marathons in sub two hours now. It's yeah. It's kind of insane. And not even just in our species, the hundred monkey. Yeah. You know, one monkey lands out to do it. Not even related, not even on the same island, 99 other monkeys. Yeah somehow figure out how to do it exactly. all at the same time. Yes, exactly. Know? So this is all about those reflections of the oneness that we all are. And so when you work on yourself and your frequency resonance rises because you choose to release your distortion patterns, to be accountable to yourself, to then release those distortion patterns on the physical, mental, emotional level. Not only are you liberating yourself, mm. not only are you liberating your lineage, you're liberating humanity's consciousness by allowing it to rise. So it's really amazing. So raising your frequency resonance, I guess, is um, many things, yeah. you know, and it be, it's experienced on the individual level and on the collective level as well. Let's rise together. Yeah. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. 
Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for what the heck is raising your frequency resonance. So this particular group frequency calibration will help you to raise your frequency resonance irrespective of the level that you're at. So whether you're a total newbie or you've been doing this for a while, frequency work will modulate to where you are and this GFC will help to accelerate your frequency resonance or vibrational rate wherever you are. So let's get started. Settling in. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, noticing the inside of your legs from your groin all the way down to the arch of your feet. Okay, so the inside plane of your legs. Mm -hmm. Good. And as you notice the inside plane of your legs, noticing the curve of the arch of your foot, the stretch of the skin on the side of the calf. Good. And now, please become aware of the soles of your feet. Noticing the edges of your feet. The distance between your toe pads and the very back of your heel. The hardness of the skin. Good. And now, please become aware of your breath. Just noticing it first, without changing it. Noticing if you have the compulsion to change it, or if you can just observe it. And after you've noticed your breath for a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to deepen, to become much more full. To elongate and slow down. Mm -hmm. And now, if you can imagine your breath starting to expand and contract around you spherically, as if it's a balloon. So here you are in the very center. And your breath from within you starts to expand like a balloon all around you. As you inhale, it contracts a little 
as you exhale. Expands even more as you inhale. Or however it is that you imagine, feel, sense, or become aware of your breath starting to become spherical. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Noticing the texture of the air as it touches your skin. So we don't really think of air as having texture, but it does. So noticing if it's heavy with dampness or humidity, or it's very, very dry and almost crackly with its dryness. Noticing its temperature. Whether or not it's moving. Good. And now, blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light. You're not particularly looking at anything specific. You're just noticing the quality of the light, how it is in this particular moment. The quality of the light is changing all the time. Mm -hmm. And once you've taken a couple of seconds to notice the quality of the light. Keeping your eyes open, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new and are not sure what triangulation means, triangulation is simply to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you and noticing the distance and then feeling that distance between each object and you. What the object is, is not important. So for example, if the desk is about eight feet to you, you would notice the distance of eight feet between the desk and you, and then you would feel the distance between the desk and you. And you do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this for each object, you'll notice that your sense of where you are in space will become more focused, more clear, more present for you. And whenever you have finished triangulating, blinking your eyes closed and bringing your attention to your heart space in the very center of your chest, 
in unicorn. Good. Let's take a nice deep breath together, keeping your attention on that heart space, either putting a hand or a finger on the spot. Inhaling, holding your breath for a count of six. And whenever your six count is complete, Releasing all the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity you prefer. Holding your breath out for a count of five. And whenever you've finished that one single long breath, breathing normally, and what we're doing is we're just waiting for a moment for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So whilst we're waiting for that to happen, for those of you who are new, please know that I work on you at the group and the subgroup level, that depending on how high the frequencies are and how fast the mastermind is moving, I sometimes work in silence. So when that happens, I don't make physical noise because if I do, it only drops the frequency resonance, which doesn't serve you. I also do make sound. So if you hear me hum, yawn, or exhale sharply, that's typically how I release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's a likely distortion pattern that you run. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you run. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to examine further. All right, so now that the mastermind has become coherent, bringing your attention into that heart space, right in the center of that chest in the nipple line, in addition to the midpoint of your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum, which is that big, big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Yeah. Let's go ahead now and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? 
And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very core that gets brighter and brighter as you keep your attention on it. And as it gets brighter, it expands out through all of your cells, out through your organs, out through your bones, through your muscles, your flesh, and out through the pores of your skin. Into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming really aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance even higher. irrespective of where you began. And as you know from watching the interview, how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything. From how much change you experience, how much that change sticks, what your life looks like, how you feel about it, So now bringing your attention, please, to your occiput, which is that bump in the back of your head, all the way down along your spine to right behind your heart space, okay? in addition to the front surface of your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. 
You may want to put a hand in each of these spots to help you keep your focus. So the first thing we're releasing is fear. So you can want to have change. You can want to have acceleration. And as you move into something unknown, there is often fear. For some of you, it's not fear, but it's resistance or discomfort with, or um, for a smaller subgroup, it's a cap based on what your lineage and cultural rule sets are. Okay? Not supposed to be beyond a certain range of um, vibrational rate, which means a certain level of experience, emotional range, abundance, all those things. All right, so here we go. We're going to release this, whatever is applicable to you, depending on the subgroup that you're in. attention now, please, to your heart space. So we're going to release expectation. So depending on who you are, there is expectation based on what you've heard or what you think might happen or what other people have told you or what you've seen, that raising your frequency resonance needs to be a certain way. So let's release expectation because then you're just living in a mental experience. You're not actually in the present moment having the experience. Some people don't actually feel the resonance rising. They feel something in their bodies, uh, but they don't feel like through their perception sense. And that's okay. Some people feel nothing, but at the end they know something has happened. So whatever you experience, it's totally valid, but if you have expectation, it takes you out of the experience. So let's release the expectation. Of what it has been, what it should be, what it's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to feel like.
Excellent. Imagining a brilliance from deep within you that starts to expand out in all directions through your heart space. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to the very center of your solar plexus, between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Bringing you further into the zero point of space and time, which makes it easier to accelerate your frequency resonance or vibrational rate. frequency resonance up now. Bring your attention now, please, to the base of that sternum and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it in a straight line down towards your belly button, clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work was done. Resetting it to the newer, higher resonating version of you. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. 
If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.